0: Hey there, welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Ante. My guests and I strive to speak from a place of authenticity when talking about topics related to faith, purpose, relationships, and lifestyle. We're so glad you're listening. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for joining in on today's podcast. So I'm actually doing this podcast alone today. This is my first one, um, just because I have so many amazing guests on here, but there are some podcasts that I will be doing alone, not to say that they will be any less or any different in a certain way, but anyways, I'm excited This podcast today is on God-sized dreams, and this is something that I am super passionate about. I've always considered myself um, a dreamer and a doer, and the Lord has really put a lot on my heart over the years. Some of these dreams have happened already, um, and some of them are kind of like in the works. Um, But anyways, let's just jump right in. So everyone is meant to dream. I believe that the God of this universe created you and he wants you to tap into the dreams that he's put on your heart, not so that you can accomplish them, but so that he can do things through you for his glory. Having God-sized dreams is important because the things that we can accomplish entirely on our own don't really bring glory to God that much. It's in the impossible, the mess, the tears, the patience, the little faith where God really shines and does incredible things through us and in us. So I thought I would make this more of a storytelling episode. While there are dreams that the Lord has put on my heart that haven't necessarily happened yet, like I said, there are things that have happened, but I do want to note something first before telling my stories. Some dreams are meant to be a one-and-done deal, meaning they aren't long and drawn-out seasons. Some of these dreams are only meant to happen over a day, a month, or a year. But for example, like being a mother is one of those drawn-out dreams that will probably consume many years of your life. Okay, so story time. I have uh, five examples in my life of dreams that God put on my heart at some point in life and they've already come to pass. Okay, so the biggest dream that I tell almost everyone when talking about this kind of thing is my Africa dream, specifically Uganda. So when I was about 12 or 13, I remember sitting in class, in my social studies class, and my teacher was talking about Uganda, and her son was actually going over there to do some, like, evangelism work, um, church building and whatnot, and they were doing a pen drive. Now this seems kind of odd, but she explained to us that um kids over in Africa really liked clicker pens because of like the noise that they made and they were just like fun little toys. So she was doing a pen drive. Um and I can't tell you how this happened, okay? <laughs> but in that moment, the Lord put Uganda on my heart. And for years, it's something that I thought about. And again, I can't really explain it. Don't ask me to try and like (laughs) analyze this or whatever. So the Lord put it on my heart. And for years I had Uganda on my heart and I was like, I, I don't know why. Um, it seems kind of random, but he did. And this thought just like, wouldn't leave my mind that someday I wanted to go to Uganda. And So it was about seven years later and I, mind you, I had prayed about this, not like super often, but every once in a while when I would remember it, I would just kind of pray and just be like, okay, Lord, like, I don't really know why this is on my heart, but it is. So I'm just going to kind of leave it up to you to do your work and see what happens. Um... And then as I got older, in like my later high school years, I really started thinking about it more um, just because I felt like, okay, I'm older now. I could potentially go to Africa. Whereas like when I was like 12 or 13, um, I didn't really know if it was like a thing that I would go over there at that early of an age. So seven years later, I actually got the opportunity to go to Africa. Um, Long story short, I went to Uganda and Kenya for two weeks total, and it was just incredible. Um, it was also one of those things that like, I, I had the opportunity and I, I didn't know if it was going to happen. And it took a lot of prayer, a lot of preparation, but eventually I went. Um, and that to me was kind of like, okay, wow. Like I know now that the Lord actually did put this dream on my heart. Um, I really don't know the full impact of, of the whole of my whole trip there. Um, but I can tell you that it was not only impactful in my life, like God opened my eyes to a lot of different things. He put a lot of people more on my heart, like more specific people on my heart. Um and I don't think I'll ever really know the glory that God got from that trip, but it was really impactful um and to this day i'm still friends with people and it's been 6 years since i've i've been there um but i still keep in touch with uh quite a few people i still pray um for quite a few people i don't know if this was one of those dreams that um was meant to just kind of be like that one trip or if i'll ever get to go back again i mean that would be awesome and i would lo- i would love to bring frank one day but that's up to God. Um, so that's probably one of the, like the most long and drawn out dreams that I had that I prayed over for like seven, eight years. Um, another seemingly random dream that the Lord put on my heart. Again, I didn't really know why, um, until it actually happened, but I would say early in my twenties, the Lord really put having biracial kids on my heart. Um, obviously didn't know why. (laughs) Um, but he really put that on my heart. Uh, I, I thought this would, this meant that I were to physically have children of my own that were going to be biracial. I thought I was going to marry a black man, um, and have biracial kids. But what it really meant, and I found this out years later, and you already kind of know this part of my story from my episode with my husband, but, um, Frank and I got married and took in his two biracial nephews. So that was, it was really cool just to see, like, that the Lord actually did put that on my heart, um, for a reason, because I was meant to take care of his biracial nephews for a year and a half. Um, another dream that God put on my heart was owning a business. Now, this was actually a dream that kind of changed over the years. I initially thought that I wanted to own a, an interior design firm with my cousin. Uh, we had kind of talked about early on in like middle school and high school having this company, and she had this dream of going to architecture school. I had the dream of going to interior design school, and we even had a name for it and everything. And we were so excited. Um, and actually it kind of, God kind of put this dream on my heart, like way back in middle school, like 15 years ago. Um, and like I said, I mean, I had, I had been thinking about like what I had wanted to do with my life in middle school. And I was like, Oh, maybe one day I'll be a hairdresser. Maybe one day I'll be a vet. But the thing that stuck in my mind was being an interior designer. Um, and so as the years went on, um, I started doing photography. Um, and but I I was obsessed with interior design. Like I, I redid my room a lot as a child. <laughs> um, I drew up my own floor plans. I was literally obsessed with magazines and even like going to Home Depot and looking at paint swatches and like looking at home furniture magazines and cutting out things and putting together plans. Um, and I actually ended up going to college for interior design. Um, and then at the same time I was still pursuing photography. I was doing portrait photography as a side job. Um, but then God kind of switched it up on me, um, from owning an interior design business to photographing for interior designers. So, God definitely put it on my dream or on my heart, um, as a young kid, um, or child, but it kind of transformed over the years. Um, but again, I, I, I had to be flexible in what God wanted to do. And, uh, yeah, so now I own a photography business and I work with interior designers. So that was really cool. Um, a more recent dream that happened of ours So over a year ago, um, when Frank and I were guardians of his nephews, and you kind of already know this story if you had listened to, um, our first episode together, we had this like wild dream of being traveling artists and we thought it was a bit out there. And honestly, I was not positive it was from God until a year later when we bought our truck. So this was one of those dreams where, um... I didn't know if it was just my own selfish desires or if it was from God, and I asked the Lord all the time to confirm (laughs) if it was from Him or not. And my final ask was um, months later when we went to buy our truck. We had been pursuing this dream. We had been taking small steps towards it, and really what would kickstart this dream into reality was buying a truck because at the time we had, um, an SUV that just like, wasn't meant to pull, um, an RV. And so we were going to, we found a truck and, um, I told the Lord that it was looking kind of impossible for this dream to happen. And for me, like when it, when I'm just like pushing on doors and they're not opening, I, I do take it as something from the Lord that like, this is just not meant to happen. So it was really looking impossible. Um, and I told him, I was like, okay, God, if you want this door to close instead, like you need to prevent us from getting approved for this truck loan. Well, he did the opposite. He blew the door wide open not just with getting our truck but also with our RV as well. I mean he literally provided us with the right RV an RV where we didn't have to get a second loan um all kinds of crazy stuff so this was definitely um I mean I, I didn't know that it was a dream from the Lord for months and months and months and I, I was probably so obnoxious and like literally every day I was like, okay, God, like, I don't think it's from you or okay. I think it's from you. And so it was, it was a dream where like, I I wasn't really sure and I had to test it, um, to see if it really was from him, but it ended up being from him. So I'm not saying that that would happen all the time. If the Lord's put, or if you think that something is put on your heart, um, I think one of my, um, I don't know, practical action steps or suggestions would to be to test that. Maybe it's just from you, uh, which I'm not saying is necessarily wrong, but and maybe it's not something that God wants to um, do in your life, whether it's right away, whether it's at all. Um, but I would definitely test to see if it's from the Lord or not. And I think that's okay. Like following the Lord is a journey. It's not like something that you can accomplish in a day um, or a week or even in a few years. Like, following the Lord is a lifelong journey. Sometimes we get it wrong. Sometimes we get it right. Um, so the final thing that I wanted to, another story that I wanted to share was, um, and honestly, this wasn't, this was a dream that was put on my heart years ago. And to be completely honest, I didn't remember this until recently. I, it was one of those dreams where I had kind of like stuffed down, um, just because it's kind of attached to some trauma. Um, but anyways, it's my dream of, um, speaking on stage to girls or to women. Um, and so yeah, it came about, or it came to mind recently while I was journaling and God reminded me that speaking to women and, uh, Christian women and girls has been in my heart since I was a teenager. And I thought back then that that meant that I would literally be on a stage speaking. um, But so far, this has actually meant having this podcast as a platform to speak to mainly female Christians. And I Uh, I think it's one of those dreams that's still in progress for me. I really don't know what this will look like in the future, but it's kind of already happening. So that's cool. Um, so those are some stories about some dreams that have happened in my life. Like the bigger ones, um, definitely dreams that couldn't have happened on my own. Like, um the Lord has really had to do things in me to be able to accomplish these things. Um, and yeah, I, I honestly couldn't have done any of these things without confirmation from the Lord, without the Lord literally like providing certain things. Um, and you know, sometimes dreams that the Lord puts on your heart don't really make sense at the time, or they seem silly. Um, One day I want to own goats. Don't ask me why. I just do. I don't know. Uh, Maybe it'll happen. Maybe not. Maybe it's just something that I want. Maybe it's something that, you know, the Lord maybe doesn't want to happen in my life. I have no idea. Um, But I would encourage you not to write off any dreams just because they don't make sense in the moment. You never really know what thoughts or ideas or are, are dreams from the Lord or what dreams are meant to just be purely great ideas and maybe they're not meant for you. So, so you have a dream that you think that God put on your heart or you want the Lord to put something on your heart. So here are some practical takeaways. Number one is spend quiet time with God and let him speak to your heart. Number two is to write out or journal those thoughts that come to mind. Uh, The third one is to stay in constant prayer. If something keeps coming up for me and won't get out of my head, that's typically how I know that God is up to something with that thought. (laughs) Um, If you're clear or you need clarity... I would start taking small steps toward that goal and see if God keeps opening doors or if he closes any of them. I would surrender your thoughts and dreams to God. Remember that if these dreams are something that he put on your heart, oftentimes they'll seem impossible or too big, but if he wants them to happen, you're going to need his help. And the best way, uh, the best thing we can do is surrender ourselves, surrender the process and the outcome to him. Another tip is if at some point you feel that you're not meant to do this alone, ask God to bring the right people into your life to to help you. Maybe they're they're meant to help you, maybe they're meant to be a a resource in some way. You never know, but I think that some dreams are definitely meant to, you're not meant to walk alone in them, whereas some of them you are. Um, Another practical thing is to be flexible in your expectations. I would say that it's really not best to have expectations at all because most likely the Lord has something completely different in mind. And you'll be crushed if you desired a particular outcome and the Lord had other plans or you might start to think that it's actually not from the Lord if it's not panning out to be how you expected. Another huge one is to guard your dreams. The harsh truth is that some people just don't understand and will take liberty to speak negatively or against the dreams that God places on your heart. Be mindful and only let trusted people speak life into them and be as private as you need to be. Now, this one was a hard one for me because I tend to get really, really excited about what God is doing in my life or what he, what I think he's up to in my life. And this has only come, um, through experience. Um, I have learned that I can't tell certain people my, my dreams. I've learned who I can trust with them. Um, And so really it's it's like a learning experience and i think as time goes on you'll realize who can be trusted with these dreams and who can't be trusted um another thing is to try your best not to compare comparison is the thief of joy and the thief of so much else satan does not want these things to happen in your life so he will do whatever he can to, to ruin them, to sabotage them. And comparison is one of the biggest things that he uses. So whatever that means, if that means, uh, not going on social media, if that means not talking to certain people about your dreams, um, you really want to try and guard your mind against comparison, um, because it can really be the thing that make or makes or breaks, um, you know, what God wants to do with your life. It can, it can push, it can push the work of God back in your life if you, you know, if you're comparing too much. Another thing is to stay rooted in God's word. This will protect you from comparison, from doubt, unbelief, jealousy, etc. And I know this sounds like cliche Christian, but it's true. The Bible is packed full of promises and hope and truth. And when you have a big dream on your heart that you really think that God has put there and that you and that God wants to do in your life, you need to stay rooted in the word of God, whether this is reading one verse a day and just kind of like meditating on that or whether it's reading a chapter In the Bible, doing a devotional, um, going to Bible study and letting the word like wash over you, whatever it is, you really want to stay rooted in God's word and in his promises. Because again, most often than not, like these dreams that God puts on your heart are seemingly impossible. And the world will say that you can do it on your own, but truth of the matter is, is when God puts something on your heart, It'll only happen if, if God makes it happen through you and if you allow God to kind of like be in it, uh, with you. Okay. And lastly, it's important to remember that these dreams aren't meant to glorify you. They are to glorify the Lord. It doesn't mean you won't be passionate about them or enjoy living them out, but the end goal shouldn't be self-gain or glory. Now this is, the pro- this is probably the hardest because we as humans want to be seen and recognized and it's really freaking hard to be humble and to give credit and glory to God. I'll admit I secretly love bragging about what's happening in my life, but I get caught up in my pride a lot. Dreams and God-sized missions are a gift and they are humbling. So I want to encourage you with this. Spend time with God and let Him speak to you and put dreams on your heart. You were made so uniquely and individually, and the Lord has a specific mission for you. This may include working with other people along the way, too, but each one of us is different. Don't get caught up in thinking your mission is the same as everyone else's. Be authentically you while being humble and open to what God wants to do in you and through you. Well, thank you ladies, and maybe some guys, so much for listening to this episode. Like I said, um, I am a huge supporter of God-sized dreams and missions. It's something that is so close to my heart, and I feel like, um, well, and as you've heard, God has been putting dreams on my heart since I was a little girl, and honestly, I thought I was crazy. Um, I, people have looked at me differently because of this. Um, I have spoken some huge dreams, uh, to people and I've had some people attempt to crush those dreams. (laughs) Um, and to be honest, like a lot of people just don't understand this, especially, um, non-believers. Um, some believers too, they really don't understand what God-sized dreams and missions are. Um, and I've really had to set boundaries. Um, and I think the thing that, that I'm constantly reminded of is what I just spoke at the end is, uh, is humility, being humble with the Lord and reminding myself over and over and over again that this is not for me. These dreams and goals are not, um, meant to bring glory to me. As much as I want that, as much as I want to seem like the world's most interesting person and, oh, look at me, God's doing so much through me. No, like, this is all for God's kingdom and for his glory. And it's really something that I struggle with a lot. Um, So I am personally working on staying rooted in the word of God and um, just being humble being humble is, I think, is the biggest thing for me. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. Um, as always, I would love to connect with you on social media. I will link my Instagram bio in the show notes. And if you have any questions, if you wanna, if you want a safe space to share any of those dreams or um, to just kind of brainstorm or um, someone to pray over the things that are on your heart, please connect with me. I would love to get to know you. I would love to hear the things that God has put on your heart. Um, I am rooting for you. I am cheering for you and I am praying for you. So I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening and we will talk to you soon on the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the content. Make sure to subscribe and always feel free to reach out to me on social media. And if you know someone who'd also like this podcast, share it with them. I hope this podcast inspires you to live and speak more authentically as well.